At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. My name is Irina Litchfeld and I'm known as a crypto superwoman. I've been working in the crypto industry for 10 years um, and known as a, one of the crypto OGs. Um, I've been doing financial technology for 20 and space industry for five. So that's, you know, that's who I am and that's what I do. Awesome. Um, Ashley Renz, uh, CEO and co-founder of BreederDAO. Not as much experience as Irina over here, but I think it's also significant, especially since um, mine is personally on the gaming space. Um, I was a consultant before, and then I moved to startup, and then I eventually, you know, am following my passion in gaming. And now, you know, with BreederDAO, we call ourselves like the factory of the metaverse, which essentially allows us or specializes in the creation and mass customization of like assets. And essentially that's what we bring to the table. Cool. I'm John Paul Vega. I'm the CEO of Souk. We're basically building a new capital market, connecting the long tail of retail to the best investment opportunities, coordinated through crypto. But this panel is about, excuse me, this podcast is about tokens, GameFi, and markets. So I'd love to kind of start out with, you know, what was the first version of GameFi like? What did, what, what, what went well? You know, what were some of the challenges? Um, we, we all started in this space a long time ago, and we've seen the evolution. But GameFi is such a new concept. I'd like to hear some of your thoughts. Well, I mean, it's not really a new concept, right? We know that people have been trading skins for a long time, way before uh, Bitcoin um, been around, right? So we know, for example, Brock Pierce um, made a fortune on his, um, you know, on trading. And in Asia, kind of a GameFi has been a very big portion. So it's... It predates the crypto industry. Okay, right. I actually agree with uh, uh, I actually agree with that. You know, so um, I live in the Philippines, and a bunch of guys there actually does this for a living. So even before you know the existence of like blockchain, what they do is they create accounts and then sell those accounts, right? Which in a, in a way you can argue is also what GameFi kind of looks like right now, except instead of you know selling the accounts, you're now selling the individual assets that are in these accounts and. Ultimately, you know, we see this as a shift, right? Because now I don't have to always create all of those emails and, 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 and you know, sell them, right? Because I can sell the individual assets. And I think we saw this with, with Axie Infinity, right? The idea of the centralized gaming kind of started off with, you know, uh, other projects, but Axie Infinity was one that really um, shot up, right? So, 
Um, now we're moving into the idea of trying to decentralize the different components of like gaming. So because gaming is not just simply about the playable assets, right? And we experimented with that with Axie. But now people are looking at, you know, decentralized content, decentralized game environment creation, decentralized skins or wearables, right? And, and it's interesting because we're, 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 we're moving into an age of innovation as well and trying to see like what would actually stick because most of these we don't know if people are actually going to buy into, right? Like the idea and the concept of interoperability is all in good, right? But would people really want that? So, so these are the things that we want to see. Um, yeah. Well, it's interesting too. Um, uh, one of one of my company's partners, um, as, as a business partner, um, is a, a VC fund called Convoy, and they really focus on gamification. So they don't invest, uh, they don't invest in game companies, but they invest in kind of infrastructure, uh, infrastructure companies, and then they see how do you gamify, and so gamification overall. Now, obviously, gaming finance is one game five, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. gamification is becoming one of the most critical kind of aspects of most of the companies um, because it allows you to earn the attention of audience. And I would argue that attention of audience is probably one of the most valuable matrix that you can have as a company or an influencer Time's or an investor. Whatever it is. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a it's the, the time is really the only thing that we have as a resource as humans. So that makes a lot of sense. I think for me, some of the challenges with with GameFi in the context of what has happened in crypto is the financialization of something before it was even a compelling thing overtook right. yeah. building great games. And I yep. think, you know, I, I played Axie Infinity. What was really fun about Axie Infinity is I got to play the economy. The game sucked. Right. Like it was really boring. It wasn't that great, but it was a casino. And that was fun. And <laughs> we love casinos. Right. And, and then, <laughs> so humans like it. Yeah, human, yeah. Human, humans like casinos. And so I'm happy, though, that that experiment was ran and it had a very short duration and it went up and it went down. And right. the next generation of gaming entrepreneurs that I'm seeing are really like, OK, how do I make an amazing game that could be free to play, that could have crypto elements? But you strip all of the financialization away. It's fun and it's something you'd do without an incentive. And I think that to me sounds a lot more healthy right. than what some of the first iterations that I saw. Although I, I would argue that with some games, like the game is, or the economy is actually the game, right? You have EVE Online, for example, where- yeah. I mean, you know, look, I know it sounds silly, but I'm but, playing but, but Dreamland is, right now. Do you is know Eve, Dreamland? It's uh, like a Disney, yeah. Yeah. Disney, your girl running around in the Dreamland right. and doing chores, collecting things, yep. and like the mining. Peace. I mean, yep. it's still, I can't do anything with it, but that's why I go and do it. Yeah, I'd argue that it has, it has a market. It's just very different from the idea of game that we actually have right yeah, now. Yeah, it's just right? not but mature. We sure. We haven't matured yet. Definitely. One of the things that we can see is that we, well, for the in the crypto industry, for the most part, it's young audience, right? Mm -hmm. And the young audience, for the most part, doesn't understand that it takes time to build markets. It takes time to become an established industry, and so they want things faster. We know that young people want things faster, and the, the younger you are, the faster you think that you can make things happen. And so that's kind of like a side effect of the crypto industries because the everything is just instantaneous so yeah. fast. I want yeah. it now it's that instant yeah. gratification yeah. right but the good thing is that we're aging into the industry now so it's it's okay to have these sparks up and downs up and downs up and downs but overall you want volatility to trend lower yeah, we're over learning, time you know we're adapting and so we, we're seeing well, this works and then it doesn't work but what you said about gaming I want 
I love RPG, I love Zelda, okay? Like Final Fantasy X was amazing. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII changed my life, okay? Uh, but Zelda, I mean, I'm waiting for Zelda, the new Zelda to come out. One of my favorite things to do in Zelda is when I'm running, I don't walk on the road, I walk on the grass and I cut the grass. And they took that out in the last one. They took your ability to cut the grass and coins come out. I'm so pissed I didn't finish the game. I'm like, you, you took away the purpose of my, you know, of the whole thing. But how awesome is it is that if you actually do have a game and then those incentives are not just on an inside, but you can kind of transfer them into a real life world. It, it like conceptually, I agree with you. It'd be great. But one of the premises that I see missing a lot is economic value has to be created. Right. And so you have to have some sort of system of value creation in a game economy. There's a bunch of different ways. But at the end of the day, if you want to take that out, you're basically removing liquidity out of an economy yeah. and transferring it to another one. And th for that to be sustainable, you can't just be a country that all of your trade gets sucked out of your country. Out, right. right. It so can't be for the second. It can't be for the sake of the secondary trading and it maybe not. The, have, yeah. There's different ways of monetiz monetizing and um, benefiting other than um, your money, right? Sure, sure. What What are some examples though? Because all of all everything that we've seen in crypto, once the liquidity gets sucked out, even coins, oh, well, even games, right. it's so, over, yeah, and it's and done. people leave. People leave. They weren't there for the game. Well, the, the pump and dump. They're, right? they're, so it's, it's another form of, of yield farming. Like the, right. the markets mature, whether it's an NFT market, whether it's you know uh, an ERC twenty market, they mature really in similar paths, but. Right. So I'll give you like a great example, I think, that would be really interesting. And I think that Space Force Association is working on it right now. So one of the mission of Space Force Association, and I'm jumping, yeah. I'm jumping off yeah. to seems like I'm jumping uh -huh. off, but I'm staying on. Um, so Space Force Association is here to support basically K-1 to 24 education uh, of, of, you know, of the new generation and understanding what are the needs in the space industry, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and uh, and what which ways you can apply. And so game of games is a big portion of that. And actually a lot of new hires in the space force are young people who can perform the remote, you know, yeah. remote mm -hmm. whatever operations and all of that. So how can we actually, how can we benefit from it? Well, I think that we can incentivize young, younger or not younger, right? Like it doesn't, you don't have to be like 23 to be part of it, sure. mm -hmm. right? You can be a 40 year old that's amazing at the game and, 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 and actually needs a financial incentives. It's not enough to just play video games. And so what if that video game actually, as you earn, it allows you to actually earn, right? Um, as, as you advance through the stages, before you get hired, you actually get some kind of compensation. Yeah, I see that very feasible. It's an investment that the company's making, like into into a value being created. Exactly. But like that's a that's a great yeah. example of yeah. it's a it's a self sustaining system because when they exit that ecosystem, they're going to create value and that allows a company to put more exactly. money in the ecosystem. And then often you do need to provide the incentives. Absolutely, people, right? That's, hum, humans are about incentives. Yeah. That's how we yeah. coordinate. Right. I'm kind of curious. Like, are there any other interesting games that you're excited about that you feel like have a better token? design or our gameplay and mechanics that you're like okay this is what we need in the next version of, of GameFi. Yeah. right well i guess for me uh 
I want to take step a step back on like the whole token design because that's like an entirely separate topic. But like, you know how like people are all concerned about like the the entertainment, the value, right? You know the graphics, even right. So, um, games that are upcoming that I'm actually like really um, hyped about would be you know my pet hooligan, Azure Games. Um, these are games that are, um, I guess, being founded by people who really understand the gaming industry versus like people who understand more about like DeFi and the economics of it all, right? Because arguably like a lot of people um, in the space right now are really more of the DGen kind, right? Which is why when I had a conversation with a friend, he said, you know, one thing is actually certain about like the market or the profiles of individuals that we have right now is that they love speculation, right? Yeah. And speculation will it's always have like market a, a product fit market right fit, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's pretty interesting because that's the way of, that, that, that's how we're framing ourselves right into this right now because we don't understand like how we can onboard like most of these folks that are not, are, that do not have the same idea as us like into this ecosystem what we're trying to build. But again, like, like it starts off with like creating games that, doesn't really seem like you know they're they're purely blockchain based or like they're they're, they're there's some playing. component and you exactly. slowly get transition. A good way I like to think about is how do you actually create the games that prepare um, individuals to transition into a new workforce? And new workforce is one of the most important things. Um, I mean, obviously, space industry needs a lot of workforce. Uh, dual use technologies. Um, need a lot of workforce but not just that a lot of people for example you know your prompt engineers so i anticipate that in the next six months there'll be a, a job basically established job where a company just has an individual who is working with you know prompting doing whatever marketing whatever mm -hmm. thought leadership um and then there's several ways of doing it right because you can actually dump into so the way i use gpt chat is that i dump my ideas into it mm -hmm. and then i ask it to connect it for me and then i critique it and then i tell it to rewrite it rewrite it right. and so i don't extract information from it i put information into and kind it of make it more it, concise and it allows me then to download it into a concisive um, kind of a mindset right because if mm -hmm. i start talking to on all of the subjects Sometimes I'm talking about something people are just like, I have no idea what are you talking about it. You're just somewhere, you know, I, you lost me. So how do we not lose people? Yeah. That's a big point. And so I think that a lot of games, and, and really this is where I think the tokenomics can come in and um, a lot of new generation of games can be built is through saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to choose an industry and I'm going to basically create this game that will allow you to integrate into this industry and i think people will pay money no the the u.s army did that with the game yeah um, and facebook yeah, does that yeah. so um but, there's but, proven examples right but there are a lot of companies right now big big organizations that are going through a lot of changes right and so how do you actually onboard better i think it's not that people will only pay but i think you can actually have companies pay you for the development and mm -hmm. then you can because through the game you educate them through yeah. the layer right what what is the adventure of doing x business? i mean philosophically i i agree with you the challenge though is companies aren't good at making games games are hard to make there's studios that can make games but games are a power law so that's kind of some of the challenge that we face right now is the reason this doesn't exist as commonplace might be some of the incentives, but it also might be it's hard to 
connect those different channels to end up with a really cool, compelling game right. that people enjoy that gives all these other benefits. Yeah, like, it's not going to be easy. Nobody says that. So I think that people want like, oh, I'm just going to go and um, it's not easy. But, but do you, do you think that's going to be the next thing to capture to capture attention, to bring people in? Is, is that I think game design through education? Yeah, I think it's workforce training. Interesting. Um, we are transitioning through um, very, very serious um, kind of innovations implementation, right? So innovation is when we find something new and we see if it works, but it's still not implemented into our reality. What we're living through is kind of emergence. We're living through the integration of innovations all together, right? Yeah. So there's not just one growth and, and, cycle. Yeah. They're all coming up and, yeah. and you know, everybody's- And feeding each other. I exactly. think that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm kind of curious, like what other gaming categories do you think can bring that kind of value, but maybe aren't from the education side. Like, what 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 other games? Well, I guess from the game standpoint, like MMORPG and first-person shooting is always like you know a hit right in the yeah. market, and right. you can see that people are still developing these games. It has product market fit very strong, right? right. And, and then I guess like it's one form or another, right? Dead Drop, for example, is like something that people are also hype about. You know, you have games like Shrapnel, which um, had like a, an exhibit in GDC, and then people have been playing them as well. And people are saying that these are games comparable to the more Web two games that yeah. they actually like, right? Um, and for me. Everything that's happening right now with, with crypto and, and with Web3 gaming or blockchain gaming is that it's it's more of an experiment, right? Because gaming, creating a game is already hard, right? And then adding like a blockchain These other layers, right? yeah. We've like, got to run like, lots of simulations for that to be really successful. Hard, right? So, yeah. yeah. And well, the thing I love about gaming is it's culture, right? And yep. like at its purest form, it's culture. And that's something where the thing like it, it catches and it takes people's attention mm -hmm. and they live, they breathe, they represent it, they talk about it. It's the it's the greatest mechanism of propagation of ideas that exists. Yep. And that's why people spend lots of time in games because it's part of their identity. And that's something that's I think some pieces of crypto have, but it's very unique to gaming yep. that I think if you combine it with some of these elements of crypto of ownership, it's 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 a it's a supercharge. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Like the experiences that you have with your friends, like in game, are, are things that you actually get to share, right? And and the bond that you form, like playing games, is very different from the bonds that you play uh, that you create, like just in a networking event, right? So exactly. unless you look at life as a game and you realize that it's true. an internal barrier that you built for yourself from probably being programmed. Now we're getting into simulation theory. <laughs> I mean, we, it's worth yeah. it's worth talking about it, it right? Is, because it is. when when children grow up, they're told stop playing around. It's time to do work. Stuff, you know, school is uh -huh. school is work. This is play. But if you yep. think about it, it's in the end of the day, it's all work, really. Right. Actually, when a child grows, they have a developmental sensitive period. Mm. You know, when they're sitting there, and you might think that they're actually playing, but they're working. They're working toward their developmental, yep. um, you know, stability, and you can't stop them from that. And then when that sensitive period is done, they're done, and you cannot make them to yeah. do that. And so I think that. I think that that's where kind of we can start. I, I want to go back to that preparation for the workforce because I think that we, in, in order for us to be a successful society and advance with this new implementations of innovations, many different innovations, and um, you know, being able to kind of stay and not drown in, in you know in the anxiety and worries, it is important to understand that 
I mean, life is a game. You, it is a game. You shape your own perception. You, exactly. you control and your so, own experiences. And so, you know, this is why I think it's worth it to do the hard things, mm-hmm. you know, to go and make it. How do you make it fun to where when even for the for those studios that are designing the game, how can they actually build in into those, you know, let's say Final Fantasy. Yep. How do you build in into yeah. the Final Fantasy aspects to when one, I can feel that I'm truly winning something. You know, maybe it, right. maybe it can be even like if I achieve this, if I go through this, um, you know, in RPG, if I go through this passage and I cho- make these choices, it connects me to like a live person for a job interview. Right. Right? right. Uh, uh, does that matter? I think so. And look, a lot of young kids, they already make money online. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They don't. They understand they don't, these things really well when you put it in game format. They have fun. They have a lot of fun. And so I think it's worth it. You know, in the no. end of the day, how do we make people that think that life is boring and I'm going to go and escape into a game actually productive and move society forward? Yeah. And for them, be like, heck yeah, I'm a productive member of society. And I, excuse my language, I'll roll in dough, <laughs> yeah. you know, or whatever, and I can comfortably take care of everything. And my work is my game because yeah. I'm work, work, it, work is play. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's exactly. what, what all of that's us what are doing. That's what we're all doing right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually yeah. resonate with that because my mom used to tell me that you're not going to earn anything from gaming and like yeah. business is the way. But like now, you know, games are actually businesses, right? Yeah. So, oh, yes. you know, and like, there's a, there, are, there are skills that I actually learned in gaming that I didn't learn in school. Like Starcraft like, taught me everything I need to know about life. Like I'm playing right? Starcraft right, right now. <laughs> yeah. What, what is that? Starcraft is a real-time strategy game where you collect resources, build a city, create um, oh, like units, civilization? like civilization, okay, but yeah. Yeah, maybe thirty-minute cycles. Okay. Very, very, oh, okay. very so, fun. Yeah. But like, civilization but, is yeah, exactly, really exactly. Yeah, assessing who your teammates and are, you know, exactly. how to, best how to align like people a, and right. coordinate. Uh, no, how to not collapse the civilization. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I really love. Well, first of all, thanks for joining us. I really love the idea of like games can be a way to evolve humanity mm-hmm. that's that's a very interesting concept because it is like a it's a dopamine mechanism if we can shift that to reinforcing yep. learning or skills or productivity that's a very powerful thing but thanks for joining us 2023 consensus thanks so much for tuning into this episode of grit daily startup if you haven't done so already make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts this way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA choice boneless beef top sirloin steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for you app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway.